For any aspiring sports broadcaster, there is one name you need to know and you need to understand who he was. That name, Marty Glickman. Welcome to the Sportscasters Club Radio Show, where it's all about becoming a better sportscaster and a better sports fan. And now, your host, a man who has trained sportscasters at Marist College, the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, and Fordham University's WFUV Radio, Rick Schultz. Welcome back to the Sportscasters Club online radio show. I am Rick Schultz. Today is a very special program, a very special episode of the show. And it's because we will spend some time thinking about and talking about and learning about Marty Glickman. Marty Glickman was a person that I always have said he led two lives that each were historical in nature. Each part of his life, as I divided into two, each part would have put him in the history books as an influential, important person who shaped culture, who shaped the future. He was that important and that influential in what he accomplished and what he did throughout his life. Those that knew Marty Glickman, as I did, can attest to those qualities that he had as a person, which were remarkable. And we're going to spend some time talking about who exactly Marty Glickman was. If you are a sportscaster, these are things you need to know. And there's a lot involved here that you probably already see in the sportscasting world that never knew. And you never knew it came from Marty Glickman. You never knew that's where it started. So first we're going to talk about Marty Glickman the athlete. And that is coming up. Have you been searching for a community where you can connect with aspiring sportscasters, established sports broadcasters, and serious sports fans? Are you looking for a place where you can network, improve your skills, and grow your career? Come join our exclusive Sportscasters Club VIP membership community. Go to sportscastersclub.com and click on membership. That's sportscastersclub.com and click on membership. And during our grand opening, use the promo code SPORTS to save 50%. So join our exclusive VIP community today. Visit sportscastersclub.com and click on membership. We'll see you there. Well, Marty Glickman was so influential as a sports broadcaster, and we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But right now, let's talk about Marty Glickman, the athlete. And this is so important to understand because it truly gave rise to Marty Glickman, the broadcaster. This is certainly the way Marty began his life, began his career, and it's how he eventually became the person and the professional he was. So Marty Glickman was a world-class athlete. Marty was someone who played multiple sports, most notably track and field and football. Marty Glickman was so fast and such a, a great runner that he was part of the 1936 Olympic team. And you may have seen shows about this Olympic team. You may have read about it. 
but it was an Olympic year and an Olympic team that really stood out for many reasons, and that's because 1936 was the Nazi Olympics held in Berlin, Germany, and Hitler was at power in Germany at the time, and Marty Glickman, a Jewish American, was one of the fastest runners in the world. In fact, he used to say that at one point he was the fastest white man in the world, and that was probably true. He was part of the United States Olympic team in 1936. So that right there is is earth-shattering. It's groundbreaking. As far as an athlete goes, that's really the pinnacle. It's hard to get any higher than that. Marty was a superstar in athletics, a member of the 1936 Olympic team. But what truly made it historic is the fact that the night before the race, he was told he wasn't going to run. He was dropped from the 400-meter relay team and replaced by Jesse Owens. And Marty Glickman was dropped because of his Jewish ancestry. Because he was a Jewish American, that's why he was dropped. This is the 1936 Olympics in Germany with Hitler looking down from the stands and Marty Glickman was dropped from that team. And that, that event, as we look back on it now, is, is hard to believe. But so much has been written and spoken about it. Jesse Owens stood up and said, no, Marty and Sam Stoller, they should race. And Jesse was told to sit down and run. And Marty was not going to run. So as an 18-year-old, he prepared his entire young life for that moment. But then he was not allowed to run because of Hitler and because of the politics involved and because of the dark clouds that were forming in the world at that time. Hard for us to understand almost a century later, but it was very emotional for Marty and he thought about that and talked about it often. And he would get tears in his eyes as he talked about it. His eyes would well up and he actually went back to Germany and stood there and he looked up in the stands years later, decades later, and in his mind he could see Hitler still standing up there in his box as he was way back in 1936. And Marty was angry, but in in some respects he said that brought him some closure. So that is the notoriety of Marty Glickman, the athlete, in terms of track and field. He then went on to become a a super football player, a super athlete at Syracuse University. And he eventually played semi-pro football. But that is how the broadcasting career began. That is how Marty began the, the next chapter of his life, the next professional chapter, because he was a super athlete, so fast, such a great athlete, well-rounded, but he wasn't quite a professional football player. He was not extremely huge in stature, you know, not that athletes back then were as big as they are now, but Marty wasn't quite going to be a professional football player on the New York Giants, and that's when, as a Syracuse student, he was asked to do a a post-game interview after one of the broadcasts, and one thing led to another, and that's how his broadcast career began. That's how his career began. And that's where Marty Glickman really had his long-lasting impact that still 
Not only has it spread out, but it lives on in so many broadcasters today. And we're going to touch on that in just a minute. When you're done with this episode, or even if you want to open your browser now, you can go deeper and learn the secrets of sports broadcasting. Search our full list of books at sportscastersclub.com. Available from Amazon and Kindle, paperback and audible format. So we've heard about Marty Glickman, the athlete, Marty Glickman, the track star who did not get to run in the 1936 Olympics. But the story of Marty Glickman in terms of broadcasting, and that's why you're here, is that he was really the pioneer of modern-day radio play-by-play. He was the first man to broadcast basketball play-by-play on the radio. He invented it. He was the one who developed a lot of the terminology you hear. Key, when they say a guy has it in the key, that was a Marty Glickman term. When so-and-so shoots and you say swish, that was a Marty Glickman term. And so many of these others, when you hear a broadcaster talking about um, on the right elbow, passes down below on the right side, on the blocks, traveling left baseline, those are all geography and court geographical terms that Marty Glickman invented. He made it. He was the pioneer. He invented the terminology, a lot of which we still hear to this day. And so that made him such a pioneer in the business. And he was a broadcaster notably for college basketball. And he broadcast basically every sport there was. Football, basketball, studio shows. He even talked about broadcasting marbles matches where players would play marbles, which is something I've never seen players play marbles. I've never certainly broadcast it. And you can read a lot about these portions of his career in Marty's autobiography, The Fastest Kid on the Block. He co-wrote this with Stan Isaacs. Got my copy right here as I look through it. Personally autographed copy by Marty. Published in 1996. That was when I was a student at Fordham University, and I'll get into that in a minute. And I do have a couple personal stories about Marty to tell you just the kind of person he was. But Marty began as the pioneer that invented a lot of the radio play-by-play you hear. He was in New York. He was more of a New York figure than a national figure. But Marty then helped to develop so many of the broadcasters we see today. Most notably, Marv Albert, who was an assistant, and Marty coincidentally couldn't get back during a snowstorm for a broadcast, and Marv Albert, as a 20-something-year-old Apprentice had to take over that night on the broadcast, and the rest is history. Marv Albert built a great career, and Marty never let on whether or not he did that intentionally. But nonetheless, he gave Marv Albert his big break, and Marv took a lot of those same philosophies from from Marty Glickman. And then when you look at the tree, the broadcasting tree, it is immense, from Bob Costas Mike Breen, Bob Papa, Chris Carino. These are just some of the New York figures that you know. But it stretches out to Bill Walton. I mean, names that you don't even know were influenced by Marty Glickman. People that he worked with as a broadcaster. And then he became a broadcast coach. So he had this career as an athlete. 
Then he had this wonderful long career as a broadcaster, and then he transitioned into coaching. So he would be hired by major networks. He was the first sports director at HBO, and he would be hired by these major networks to coach their play-by-play or color analysts, especially former players who never had experience on the air. They would bring in Marty to work with people like Bill Walton, who I mentioned, and help them become a professional broadcaster as an analyst after their career was done. And so Marty's impact was far and wide and long-lasting. One of the greatest things, certainly if you ask me, that Marty did was later in his life, he became basically the in-house sports broadcasting coach at Fordham University's WFUV radio. And you've heard me talk about WFUV constantly. Not only was I a student there, but then eventually I spent time as the sports director at WFUV radio. It's the premier sports broadcasting institution in all the country. Fordham, Syracuse, those two. A lot of good ones, but I would put those two right at the top. And so Marty Glickman would come in every week and work with the students at Fordham University. We would sit in a classroom, and Marty would come in and critique our tapes. So I'd be sitting there with Connell McShane, Spiro Ditas, Tony Reale, Andrew Bogish. Actually, Andrew was a couple years after me. I thought he was there when I was, but he, he told me he thinks it was a couple years after. And we would sit there, and Marty would critique our tapes. It was great, because we'd all learn from each other. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And certainly there was a lot of ugly. We were 18, 19, 20, 21 year old broadcasters. And Marty would play our tapes and give us his honest feedback. And that's how we got better. That's how we improved. And I can remember queuing up my tape to my best part of the the Fordham football game that I had just broadcast that week. And I'd bring it in. And Marty would say, okay, who's next? And he'd say, great, Rick, let me have your tape. He'd put it in. And then he'd hit fast forward. And he said, I know you cued it up to the spot that you wanted me to hear, which you thought was your best work. But then Marty said, the thing you need to remember is that there's always someone tuning into the game. Always somebody new. And so you've got to have your best throughout the broadcast because there's always someone tuning in for the first time, and they deserve your best. So he fast-forwarded to a a spot where maybe I wasn't as stellar, and then he proceeded to give me the good, the bad, and the ugly. But it was a great way to learn, and Marty was so selfless in that. I remember many things about Marty as a coach. I remember one particular Saturday, he was getting an award at the Downtown Athletic Club, in Manhattan. And so a bunch of us went down. Marty invited us down to the event and reserved a table for us. So myself and a handful of our WFUV sports broadcasting friends, we went down to the event and we walk in and there's John Andres, there's Marv Albert, there's all these big time broadcasters. Marty Glickman was right in the middle. He was the honoree. He saw us enter that room at the Downtown Athletic Club. This is where they've held the Heisman Trophy ceremony for many years. So you see the place on TV. And we walk in. Marty Glickman spots us across the room, stops his conversation with all the big timers he was talking with, and he made a beeline to us as we entered. He came right over, thanked us for coming, 
welcomed us to the event. So immediately he was making us feel comfortable because, I don't know about the rest of the guys, but I was pretty nervous and anxious because I had never been in a room with Marv Albert and John Andres and all these other big timers. So Marty made us comfortable, number one, helped us to our table, number two, and then immediately sat down and started critiquing us on that day's football broadcast. How did you think you did? How was your setup? How was your pacing? Did you feel your descriptive terminology was what it should be? And he spent this time basically coaching us on our football broadcast from that day. Meanwhile, we're at an event to honor him. So that tells you a lot about Marty Glickman. I'll give you one other quick story as well. At the time, I was broadcasting for the Hudson Valley Renegades in the New York Penn League, professional baseball and affiliate of the, at the time, the Texas Rangers. And it was the summer after school had ended. School was out. And I had still talked to Marty here and there. He would critique some tapes, critique some things. And this one particular weekend, Marty said, why don't you come down to my apartment on Saturday down in Manhattan and we'll sit and we'll go over some of your tapes and some things you can work on. I mean, what does that tell you about the guy? The fact that school wasn't even in session and he made that offer. And that's really the way Marty was. And if you talk to broadcasters across the the WFUV family, they've all got stories very similar to tell about Marty Glickman. So he was just a fantastic coach, helped to shape not only who I became as a broadcaster, but who, who so many others became as well. And most people across the country just don't realize the, the impact that he had, the tree of broadcasters that he helped to create, and the influence he had on those broadcasters to not only paint that word picture, but to always remember what your job was as a play-by-play broadcaster. And it was to help your listeners see the action. It was to use descriptive terminology, help them see the action, put them in the arena next to you, try to explain with such a level of detail and precision that your listener can actually see the game through your words. That's what Marty coached us to do. And that's one of the things we teach our sportscasters now here at Sportscasters Club because we want to have that same philosophy. That is our philosophy in terms of radio play-by-play, and it's a lot of fun helping to coach students and talk to students and help them get better. But it all started with Marty Glickman because he was not only a terrific guy, but a great broadcasting coach as well. When I return, I'm going to wrap it up. If you're enjoying the show, check out our seven-hour online sports broadcasting course. We cover play-by-play, talk show hosting, television, and much more. Visit sportscastersclub.com and click on online sportscasting class. So hopefully on this episode you learned a little bit about Marty Glickman the person, Marty Glickman the broadcaster, and Marty Glickman the athlete. Separate sides of his life and his professional life that all came together to make him one of the most remarkable and historic figures in sports and sports media over the last 100 years. I was lucky to know him, I was lucky to learn from him, and hopefully you were able to pull some pearls from this broadcast and from this episode that you learned about Marty Glickman that can help make you a better broadcaster as well. Again, thanks for listening to this episode. It's always a pleasure to be with you on the Sportscasters Club online radio show. 
Check out all our material at sportscastersclub.com. And until next time, I'm Rick Schultz saying so long. Thanks for listening to the Sportscasters Club radio show at sportscastersclub.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you will never miss an episode. And thanks for liking, sharing, posting reviews, and spreading the word.